Welcome back to another episode in our series, Wednesday Evening Sermons. The message today was presented on October 30th, 2019, by Deacon Brianna Morris Brock, and is entitled, To Help or to Harm. The readings for this message can be read from the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verses 17 to 21. And now for the message. So I know that it's almost Halloween, but at Trunk or Treat this last weekend, uh, somebody said, why do we even do Halloween stuff at church? Isn't this a holiday that doesn't have much to do with the church in the first place? And I said, well, that's not actually true. Did you know that Halloween is coupled with All Saints Day? So we celebrate Halloween, and then the next day we celebrate All Saints Day, which is why Martin Luther, those of you who are in seventh grade, nailed the 95 Theses to the door of the Wittenberg Chapel on October 31st, because that meant that the next morning everybody was going to come to church to celebrate all the saints who had gone before them, right? And so everyone who could read would have been able to see that there was something posted on the door. So what do we celebrate on All Saints Day? Does anybody know? Nope, we don't celebrate the 95 Theses, although good guess, solid. Elliot? All the saints. Who are the saints? Not St. Paul. Close. Amelia? I can't, hold on, I can't hear Amelia. Yeah, the people who have died and gone before us in faith. So we might even have, on Sunday if you come, there will be special candles up on the altar, and that's for people who have died this year in our congregation, right? Um, And there will be candles for you to light on Sunday to celebrate the people who have made an impact in your faith, right? Yeah, Jack? Yep, that's why there's Dia de los Muertos. Yep, yep, connections. You're making them. Hooray. So we have this day of celebration for all the people who have gone before us, for all the saints in, uh, in our lives, the people who stand with us, the people who have encouraged us, the people who comfort us, and they help us become exactly who God has designated that we were when we were made. So this All Saints Day might be a celebration of others, but in some way it's also a celebration of you as your most authentic self. But I think that sometimes that word authentic gets really twisted, right? It's kind of a buzzword. You guys hear it a lot. Or sometimes we think that authentic means like most true or the realest real, right? Has anybody ever heard somebody say that like, oh, I'm just trying to be real, right? Or they're just being really real when they say these things, okay? But I think that sometimes we use that phrase, that authentic, that realness, that truth, as an excuse to be mean or as an excuse to be cruel. And we mistake, we begin to mistake cruelty for honesty. We begin to value meanness instead of valuing truth. But I want to tell you that you were not made for cruelty. You were made for hope. 
Paul says today that when we get to know who Jesus is, that we then begin to truly understand ourselves and the world around us in the realest way. It's almost like Jesus is a magical social media filter for like Snapchat or Instagram. But instead of our skin becoming free from blemishes and like beautiful and like little butterflies floating around our head, we can see all the disappointments and brokenness in the world. Our skin is actually patchy and red because it's cold outside or we ate too much gluten and we are too stressed out so we break out. Our bank accounts never look the way that we really want them to look. We see poor people out on the streets begging for food as we pull out of drive throughs And our neighbors of color suffer, and it's painful for us to understand why. And you might be saying, I thought you just said hope, and now you're super bumming me out. Or maybe I kind of thought that Jesus made everything better and fixed all this stuff, so why are you talking about it? And I might say, like, well, sort of. But Jesus didn't come to really, like, fix stuff necessarily, as he came to fix our relationships, both with God and then with each other. When I was growing up, my family taught me that I had this huge power, that I was responsible. (laughs) Sometimes this was terrible and caused me ulcers. (laughs) But sometimes it was really helpful. I could help or harm with my actions and words. I could help or harm with my actions or words. And as I got older, I began to see that Jesus had this exact same power, that Jesus often uses this power in the Gospels, that he could help or that he could harm. He could help those who had needs, and he harmed systems that hurt people. Sometimes I think we do the exact opposite. We help systems that harm people, and we um, harm people in need. Sometimes I think we do that maybe without even realizing it. And maybe that's why we actually do need to get to know Jesus, is what Paul says. Because the more we know Jesus, the more we know our own hearts and what responsibilities that we have in the world around us. And when we do right... When we help people and harm painful systems, we actually become hope in the world. We can only really see something, we can only become something that we see, right? This studies show that like, you're more likely to become a dentist if you know them. (laughs) If you see people of success in your neighborhood, you are more likely to do this, right? We can only be hope, really, I think, if we see hope. And we can offer hope to others in the world. A harmful system. Can I give you an example of a harmful system? Yes. Oh, Sam knows one? What's your harmful system, Sam? Ooh, I'm not going to say that one out loud. Uh, But what I will say... Okay, I will say this is a harmful system. So, uh, I'm trying to think of one for your school. Ah, independent school districts can be a harmful system. 
So independent school districts means that certain taxes from certain neighborhoods only go to certain schools, which means that some schools don't have enough money to pay their teachers, which means that they're less likely to hire good teachers, which means they're less likely to get grants or all sorts of other things so that they can educate the, the, the students that go to their schools, right? So sometimes we set up systems that seem to make sense, right, but are actually harming our neighbors, often sometimes just down the street. Right? The hard part is sometimes we want to feel really guilty about the systems that we've made, and maybe we should. But also, I think that we can realize that we're broken people, and anything that we make will ultimately be broken. And we should never love the systems that we make more than the people that are next to us. Because if we love the people that are next to us, then we can actually be hope for them, because then we can just change the system, right? I had a friend I was talking to recently, and I was expressing some frustration about something in this institution of a church that I love, that I'm committed to, that you guys all come to every week. And I said, this is just so frustrating. It can be like this sometimes. Why don't we listen to each other, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, it's almost like we forget that sometimes we just made all these systems up. And maybe they can be as changeable as we want them to be. The thing that is true, right, the thing that is hope, the things that are true are not the systems, Right? As Christians, the things that are true, the things that are real, are the things in Christ, the relationships that we have, the people that we can listen to. Right? Um, and when we, we're, we're tempted to constantly think otherwise. We're tempted to constantly think that the systems are real and the people must just be lying. And the challenging thing for us that Paul is pushing us towards on this day as we're preparing for all saints, right? is to think that the most powerful thing that we have is to love people, to help people. And we are at a world, we're in a world right now that is at such a deficit of hope. You guys know that, right? You guys can feel that. We are at such a deficit of hope, and yet there are such little things that we can do, that you all can do, to help bring that hope to the world, to help those in need, and to harm systems that hurt people, right? I say this a lot in different ways, like never love your ideas and your beliefs more than the person in front of you, because Jesus always comes to people exactly where they are, not to ideas, right? So this week, actually before we do that, I want you to take a second and I want you to think about the people in your life that have encouraged your most authentic, your most true, the best version of yourself to be out there in the world. Take a moment and think about that person. That saint who has come before you has been Christ to you. And so what I actually want you to do is two things this week. I want you to find a moment where you can get to know Jesus this week. That can be stereotypical. You could read some Gospels. You could do some prayers. 
But maybe it's a moment where you think about where someone has been Christ to you. Where someone has seen you in your personhood at its most authentic self and encouraged it. And then I want you to take that and let it feed you. And then I want you to find a place to be hope in this world this week. To, f- to find a place where you can help someone in need or h- harm a system that's hurtful to your neighbors. Can you do that? Thank you for listening to our message today. We are Triumphant Love Lutheran Church and are affiliated with the Southwest Texas Synod of the Evangelical Lutheran Church of America. We are located in Austin, Texas. You can follow us on our website, www.tllc.org. We look forward to you seeking us out as our podcasts progress and further episodes are added. You have a great day, and may the Lord be with you.